Hello, baby. Welcome to Style Direction, a menswear podcast about the stuffiness. I am one of your hosts, Ethan M. Wong. I'm your other host, Spencer DSO. And I'm your other, other host, uh, MJ. I like, you know, I got a little case of the giggles at the beginning there, just a a (laughs) tiny bit. You guys guys remember? (laughs) Yeah. They call me the the giggler. (laughs) Yeah, I'm the giggler. (laughs) Why do they call you that? Because I laugh. Yeah, I'm a happy little go go lucky guy. Ugh. You're happy about it? That's gross. I'm ha- and I'm lucky. Well, you know what's funny is uh, you guys remember <laughs> speaking of the, the part two of the podcast coming out yeah. next year. Um, but in Spy Kids two, the bad guy's name is Donovan Giggles, and I think that's mm. the that's the that's like the scariest name of all time, dude. <laughs> like I mean, Donovan... you know what I think the scariest yeah, name of all time is Adolf what? Hitler. <laughs> and if that doesn't Actually... scare you, you're not paying attention. <laughs> You gotta go to was it Summit Ice to remember how, yeah. how scary that is. I Actually, just watched you know, that episode again. That's a good episode. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of scary, I mean, technically the scariest name is Lucifer Satan. Actually, oh, that's true. <laughs> no, Lu- no, sorry, it's Lucifer Saffin. Uh-huh. It's the best scariest name. Lucifer Satan, the best, that's the worst. craziest. Uh, you have like you have like what Doctor? I guess yeah. It it. Well, there's Doctor Evil. I was gonna say like it's. I think it's even worse than a name. Like I don't even know if we made that joke, but it's definitely worse than Doctor Evil. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think this is? Uh, yeah. Who do, you, who do you think would win in just like a, a evil off? What's the most evil thing that Safin ever did versus the most evil thing that Doctor Evil ever did? Who's the most evil between the two? Has Doctor Evil actually done like? I know he like always has like a nuclear bomb or or yeah, he has plans, like, but does he do anything? Is there is there like a body count list for Doctor Evil? Uh, I don't know. I don't. Has Doctor Evil he, ever did, killed? That's got to be like like a plot point, right? Because like in the last one or whatever, like it's um, not Rob Corddry. What the hell? Rob Lowe's character, who's like the real bad guy, right? Like he's like you're you're such a bad boss, and then uh, and then Doctor Evil joins forces with Austin Powers because just like Inspector, they're brothers in real life, or they're mm. they're actually secret brothers. Um, Do you remember when Kevin Spacey played Doctor Evil? Uh no, in, in real well, life. Well, no, in the in the third movie in Goldmember at the beginning, they're doing the fake Austin Powers movie with Tom Cruise as oh, Austin Tom Powers. Cruise, that's right, yeah, yeah. Oh, and then yeah. Kevin Spacey plays Doctor Evil, and little did we know he was the true. He was the really real Doctor Evil. Yeah, he was in a Doctor of Evil to mm-hmm. to many people out there, and uh, not not to be a uh, conspiracy person here but you know people who have accused him have uh, mysteriously died so let's keep talking about kevin spacey <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's uh, accuse what's, what's him of, of crimes yeah the cr- uh, this is all this is all a prank so if you're this is all us, alleged yeah yeah well not even alleged parody. It's, it's, it's parody it's it's satire we're, and it's fake and we're uh we're liars we're doing this yeah we're liars or <laughs> this is the liars <laughs> podcast for people who don't tell the truth it's that stuffiness. movie it, what's that movie with um uh liar liar no 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 with, with Ricky Gervais and he's like he's like the first per- the invention of lying I'm sorry yeah the he's the first person to lie because he invented it yeah and he's like hello they call me the liar there's no god that's what Ricky Gervais probably said <laughs> I was gonna say you look nice today because you actually don't 
but then you you took it to to religion like we always do on this religious podcast well i mean ricky Gervais, hey you gotta talk to ricky gervais and tell him to stop taking it to damn religion you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah I, I do know what you're wait, saying wait are you the liar <laughs> <laughs> well one of us always lies the other one of us always tells the truth <laughs> yeah and you gotta figure out which one it is uh-huh. um, and and that's how you find out which which uh which advice for fashion you should follow that's how it works in here yeah but anyway guys today we are talking about about something that is neither lie nor truth (laughs) but something in between something in between we're talking about cool or cuel cuel call it cuel you call it that yeah k-e-w-l yeah with a little little, uh semicolon a p Uh uh-huh like that you know you up like like how like that thank you for the, uh, for the audience ethan's right? making a making a face right now yeah, yeah. he, he like tilted this. his head and yeah, um, i don't mean to alarm anyone i do smell uh popcorn i think i smell burning popcorn or it could just be smoke because something's on fire but <laughs> i if i if i'm looking i mean this is again for the people in the in the video recording and not anyone else but if you see me look around or maybe at one point get up i'm just making sure my house isn't on fire uh is there a popcorn factory near you yeah i live right next to i live in actually the orville redenbacher factory like charlie bucket style you know how he lives in the factory at the end which is funny because charlie bucket should have gone to the to the orville redenbacher factory because that's how you store popcorn in buckets (laughs) that's right and they they would have hired him immediately he wouldn't have had to go through all this bullshit with willy wonka about seeing all his friends die i mean they weren't his friends he probably he didn't care about them charlie bucket's a stone cold bitch <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he does he, when, when he saw augustus fall in there he's like yeah yeah this is good That's yeah right. he doesn't care about anybody but himself <laughs> he knew yeah he knew that these these kids weren't worthy this is an and anti-charlie that... bucket podcast <laughs> is the uh is the suggestion of the orville redenbacher factory uh make like a snack like MC, like cinematic universe out of this, or oh, an MC and MCU where the M stands for m- much and the C stands for corn. Uh, what's a corn? Yeah, much corn universe. Yeah, munch. How about munch? Wouldn't corn? it be munchies cinematic yeah. universe? There you go. Well, that's not popcorn specifically. M-, M for snacks. Well, yeah, neither is chocolate. Well, uh, how about um? Uh, well, the C is corn instead. Oh, okay, just yeah. just because. I mean, I guess yeah. some candy has corn in it. Candy corn, corn syrup. Well, that's that's not made of candy, and corn syrup is not candy. <laughs> you shouldn't. <laughs> I mean, have you tried? I guess I haven't. Maybe if <laughs> if it's like super sweet, then maybe you could freeze corn syrup into little dollops or something on wax paper. It'll be like candy buttons. Yeah, I think I'm, think, they, yeah, I think I'm just, thinking everyone should uh, try this right now. Yeah. And if it's, it's toxic, uh, we're again we're lying. This is not a real. We, we, yeah, we we're eat food. We're like we're not, the weird owl, the biggest liar on earth. This is a men's or podcast that is not FDA approved. Mm-hmm. You know, fucking damn ass, baby. <laughs> <laughs> FDA approved. Or I hope not that, FDA approved. I hope this episode gets the like COVID nineteen disinformation banner on <laughs> on Spotify now. Attention, no, it's it's come to us our attention that. Uh, Joe Rogan has produced this podcast and is yeah. using us to disseminate um, false Road information. Jogan. Eventually, when we get successful enough in 30 years to have like a studio or something, I, it should be an exact recreation of the Joe Rogan studio. I want to have that exact setup with the videos. 
Yeah, we also got to wear a tuxedo like Jordan Peterson for some reason. Yeah, movie. exactly. Wear a tuxedo, do a Kermit voice the whole time. <laughs> I was about to do Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's not what he says. <laughs> <laughs> he just goes, Ow! Oh, no! <laughs> I'm Kermit the Frog. <laughs> okay, well, those are a lot of uncool people, but today we're talking about cool. That's right. We we moved past the cold open and then we went back into it. We well, got think cold of it. I mean, cold open. It, yeah. It's gone from cold to cool. To a cool maybe. open. Yeah, I'm Billy D. Williams. So I think I think we're doing very, very smooth and very, very cool. There you go. Um, yeah, so this is kind of a follow-up to... Not really follow-up, but kind of related to, to the rule of cool. And by which I mean we're not doing that, that topic again. And if you haven't listened to it, I think it's like episode 60-something, I think. Oh, probably um, 69. And, <laughs> and if it's not, it should be. Yeah. Um, but if you guys remember, the rule of cool episode is where we talk about, you know, trying new things um, and wearing menswear that is traditionally maybe conservative, maybe fuddy or even dorky, but wearing it in a cool way. And I think, you know, there that means menswear have decided we don't know what, exactly what cool means, but we know it, what it is when we see it. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it's like it's like black fedora on paper sounds bad. Um, but when you see like Ethan Newton wear it or. You know, maybe like the like the black hats that um, uh, what's who's a folk singer? Uh, Bob Dylan wear. You know, the kind of like round style, round uh-huh. flat top style. You know that that can be cool, or or wearing like a collar bar. You know, and and I think rule of cool is very subjective. Obviously, like a random person who goes on the Instagram Explore page might not think it's cool, but we think it's cool. Mm-hmm. And so this episode is kind of about that, kind of how we think something is cool, what we think cool means, and how it applies. Uh, to our our approach to menswear once again this is going to be a very subjective thing yep. uh <laughs> and we're probably at the very end going to be like oh so we don't really know what cool is but yeah um once again this is like hey you can get kind of see our thought process maybe develop yours a little more exactly and uh so first off let's, let's talk about what we think cool means and i know that this that's a big that's a big question <laughs> Yeah, um, because it's kind of multifaceted. Maybe we'll get into each of these in a second here. But you know, cool is like you know, it's a slang term, right? It, it's not really a a. Uh, it's been around for a long time, but it hasn't always been around. I mean, that's but most it, words. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, like what what is cool? Like, does it involve like trends? Does it involve kind of being in the moment? Does it involve kind of being standoffish and being kind of like aloof or is something or is it like kind of describing something that you really like that you are like emotionally attached to? Or uh-huh. something? And those are the kind of the three buckets that I think of when I think of the word cool and which is probably why people. Yeah. And which is probably why people can't agree on what it means, um, because I'll just I'll just have a quick example here. You know, in, in our discord, we talk about a lot of things and I'm like. Oh, heck yeah, belt back is so cool. But I know for a fact in our Discord, some people don't like having a lot of detail on the back uh-huh. of a jacket because it's, you know, back. Yeah, it's on, well, it's not just on the back, but then like the idea for most people to get into tailoring <clears throat> is a streamlined garment, right? Yeah. Like on the back, it's a very clean. I mean, there's a whole thing about like paying extra money to get like a one piece back where there is no middle seam. It's constructed from one like one continuous piece of fabric kind of like a hollywood waist is kind of streamlined right like there is no separate waistband that is attached to the trouser legs um and so some people don't think a belt back is cool alternatively people also don't think hollywood waists are cool because maybe it's too weird and different people are used to seeing things so like and both those people are wrong 
Sorry yeah. again to anyone in our Discord who agrees with those opinions, but uh, I, I just have to be the bearer of bad news here. Yeah, and, and recently on, on our stream, we even did like a uh, men's were hot take thing where people were talking about stuff that we all kind of agreed with, and they're not really that big of a hot that, take. Yeah, they were pretty, pretty uh, lukewarm. <laughs> yeah, but you know, we're we're here to try and talk about cool and. You know, something that I thought of when I was, you know, we were discussing this in our Discord and, of course, talking about this in multiple DMs with other people, is that cool to me, It's it means good, but in a way that maybe is a little bit more, maybe not personal, but kind of elicits kind of an emotion. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's not just good. It's, like, really good. You know, it's cool. Um, it has, like, something to do with, with, like, vibes. You know, like, you can just feel it. It's, you know, yeah, it is emotional probably attached to something personal that you just can't exactly put into words. Although I, I definitely think you can trace it. Um, and there is kind of this idea of scarcity, maybe like, like not everything is cool. Mm-hmm. So something that you find cool may be something that other people may not find cool. I feel like maybe that's kind of a prerequisite where like there has to be resistance to the idea of what you think is cool, which is why, I don't think you have to defend what you think is cool, but I think it helps. And I feel like we've said that through the podcast. We're like, yeah. especially if you're into the mentor that we are, you should be prepared to find like not the not not defend it, but then do it in a way that you can define it. That you can define it to the best of your ability, not and uh-huh. not just say, "Oh, I'm doing it because other people are doing it" or whatever. You know, exactly. You should. I mean, I think. Uh, I mean, one thing I think we could say, yeah, um, or at least I'll say for myself is I've never really thought of like the like ultimate cool guy being being someone who's just like wearing whatever is like trendy currently um as you said there's always some more like individual or individuality to it um yeah. some more like unique style or something um something like you know just i don't know something special that only that only they do yeah yeah mj what do you think about about the word cool um i mean it's one of those things where like we were saying earlier it's like a personal thing and like relating it to your personal style, um, it kind of plays into authenticity too. Um, yeah. And then from there, it's like it's like you know it when you see it, mm-hmm. sort of thing. Um, everything kind of comes together, and that's what makes it cool to you or to that person. Um. Yeah, it's like, again, it's it's kind of, it's also kind of a relative thing, like the, like, like temperature, like the, the original uh, <laughs> meaning of the word. Yeah, um, I mean, it's, it, it is a, it's a dubious, mysterious word, right? Yeah. Like, it's, it's really hard to tie. Especially Every time when I get... hear it, I get so scared because of how mysterious it is. Yeah, it's a well. Not everything mysterious is scary. Oh, okay, okay. I was about to say it's an omen. That's if I don't if I don't know what what's going on, I I'm I'm confused and I'm scared. (laughs) Help me, please. Yeah, I'm in jail. Help me, I'm in jail. (laughs) You're in jail. Why'd you get? No, have you seen? Have you? Have I not shown you that? No, no, you sh- oh. you've shown us that, but I'm yeah, saying, I've shown it. I'm saying, what? Why are you in jail? Uh, I've yeah. done many many crimes. <laughs> of Grindelwald. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm Grindelwald. He he belongs in prison. Yeah, I mean, let's let's count his crimes. They're countless, actually. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I I looked up. You know, I found this article. Um, 
on the National Endowment for the Humanities about about the word cool and it's kind of like this personal essay of someone trying to find out what it means here. Mm-hmm. And David I, Skinner? Oh, Wait. The the principal? Bart Simpson. <laughs> I don't, don't want to listen to what Principal Skinner thinks is cool. He probably yeah. thinks it's uh, the damn rules and his mother. You know what I'm saying? What, what do you say? Ham? Was it? I got fresh ham. What, what's the fr- he's, frozen uh, hams? No, he's uh, uh, steamed hams. Steamed hams. Steamed hams. Yeah. Um, but here, here, here is a little segment for you. He goes. Now it almost goes without saying that John Wayne is cool. See, stagecoach, quiet man, a man who shot liberty balance, hundred other movies. But why was he standing? Why is he standing in the middle of a gallery? Of images in the 1950s feeling dubious. Maybe it was Wayne's suit jacket, the fussy three-point handkerchief in the breast pocket, the burning cigarette, or the squint right eye. If this image was cool, it was a fully socialized form of cool, the kind found in living rooms and dinner parties. Swell? Maybe. But cool? I wasn't so sure. Ooh. And I think that that's kind of cool because it's like, you know, the word cool has like you know been adopted to a lot of different, you know, it's been used across different context a lot um the the uh the humanities essay kind of goes into tying cool to like black culture and and jazz culture and i think that that's kind of it's very interesting you know there's a lot of people who describe jazz musicians as cool like there was something um you know something there about it that kind of just made sense for people who were you know kind of trying to find their own identity and the way that they tell it was like it's just it's just cool you know mm-hmm. this is your african if african american slang is the cradle of this new kind of cool then jazz culture was its nursemaid um nursemaid and so it kind of just makes sense now to like you know when people have adopted it and adapted it, it kind of has a myriad of uses because i use it in a positive way and a derogatory way huh. And I think Wait. I said this on the podcast too, where I mean, like, I don't like skinny jeans because they're quote cool. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like they're like, or maybe that's already that's already past its prime. Let's, yeah, let's I, don't, I wouldn't uh, say they're cool anymore. Okay, let's say like like the common projects, right? I feel like that's cool. Where there's like this, there's an idea of it is different because not a lot of people wear common projects, but a lot of the people who do know about it will wear them, and that makes it cool. Like it's mm-hmm. cool because a lot of people think it's cool. Not everyone, but a lot of people do. And so you have that kind of derogatory, in my mind, derogatory term where like, oh, well, that's just like a cool guy thing where it's it's, it's like this straw man of like what a guy thinks cool is. It's it's well, I mean, it's like, um, I don't know. It's just like what the what cool is on like TV commercials and stuff. Yes, you it know? is like, yeah. yeah, it's it's like a separate world almost where like it's it's fake, but it's also real at the same time, you know? <laughs> As long um, as you don't kind of... look inside. I, <laughs> yeah. I saw I saw a billboard when I was driving to LA that was like talking about like a new fucking like hit bank that's gonna, you know, change everything and is for the cool I don't know what demographic they're <laughs> marketing towards, but anyway, they had like a hipster caricature from like two thousand eight on it and it was like blowing my mind that like marketing teams are still like okay we got to get a guy with a fixie bike and handlebar mustache and old pork pie hat mm-hmm. with like suspenders and shit i'm like no one dresses like this anymore it's still crazy that when like like yeah these the, like advertising agencies are like we need a cool guy they're like 10 years behind mm-hmm. i mean that's just how corporate america works right yeah guys? 
Um, but yeah, like there is I mean, even even if it's even if it's not the hipster thing. I feel like you know, like like the cool guy look now. And if we're you know trying to tie in this to menswear, is like you know you see it on TikTok. Well, I guess you see two things on TikTok and the explore page. You see like the whole camp collar shirt with like skinny jeans and like white sneakers. And I, obviously, you know, we're friends with a lot of like normal people, a lot of nerds. We're in sci and everything. They don't they don't wear that, but. Mm-hmm the mate like the explore page what the explore page thinks is cool is that aspect and you also have the other one where like you have like what i, I guess tiktok core or edgy albert core where huh. it's like well i guess it's not edgy albert there's a lot of guys just like this but like the kind of like it's it's not even throwing bits core i don't know what you call it now it's like the post-pandemic menswear i guess where it's like mm-hmm. you know trucker cap uh Rib tank top, open shirt, high waisted like Dickies work pants. Yeah, every Levi's five hundred one at the bar last night. At, yeah, and that with like you know cowboy boots, engineer boots, um, New Balance, whatever. And like that's like the new cool guy. So like you have like you have like the mainstream cool, and you have kind of like the hipster cool that is still kind of mainstream, you know. Mm-hmm. And so for me, like I get I've had a lot of conversation with guys in menswear about like this derogatory form of cool. Like I remember this guy where he was saying how you know, he got these really cool pants. Um, they were like, they're like go to hell pants. And he, and I was like, Oh, those are really cool. And he hated that. And maybe he's, yeah. you know, he's obviously thinking of like, you know, like the Bodie stuff or whatever. And he's like, Oh, I don't want to wear them. Or, I, don't, I don't want you to call them cool. Cause it'll ruin them for me. And we'll get into how cool things affect how, what we like, but uh-huh. he was clearly thinking of this stuff in terms of like the ALD aesthetic, you know, like up, like, you know, I was saying, oh, I would wear those with like penny loafers. And he was even saying that those are still too cool, quotation marks. <laughs> and I and I'm like, okay, I get like, you know, I was trying to give benefit of the doubt. We're like, okay, if you're wearing them with like the black stock and Weber, like chunky loafers or like pair of boots, like maybe that is a little too cool for like a, a like a traditional trad guy who probably wants to wear them with like Sperry's, which he said mm-hmm. he would and he actually did. Mm-hmm. And then like yeah, I, he's so gonna, I get he's it. He's gonna like, hate me for that, but I think the Sperry's with boat pants are cool too, because then you're really leaning into the nautical nature. Just, yeah, just, just ruined the whole the whole uh, yeah. whole closet, right? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's like, and it's also like, I don't know, like, I don't, I think that Aldens and boat pants aren't necessarily cool for like the cool appeal. Maybe this is it, right? Like, how, mm-hmm. like who do they appeal to, right? Yourself mm-hmm. or other people? And I'm like, okay, I can see how like Aldens and like, yeah. Um, and the boat pants aren't necessarily cool for other guys who want like an edgier loafer, but I still think that's cool. You know, like mm-hmm. there is something I am attached to there. Where I'm like, oh, I like you, Spencer. Like you said, Spencer, I'm like tying it directly to like the root of the preppy uh-huh. or Ivy guy who would regularly wear it with Aldens, which I know that they're popular, but they are still like a shoe that's been around for like, like yeah, like a hunt over a hundred years. Like I don't like. If a guy had those pants in 1960, there's a chance he's wearing them with Aldens or Floorshimes or something that, mm-hmm. that still exists today. Like, it's not that big of a deal. I um, mean, like, maybe I'm jumping ahead, but in cases like this, and I don't want to spend too much talking about, like, the Instagram drama that you get in Broilton, but, um, like, this, like, I don't know. It's so, this this whole discussion was so weird because I also feel like it's kind of hard to separate, like, individual pieces like that from from coolness like there are some things um that are just very i don't know like i said like i can't think of many ways to wear those pants where i'm not gonna say oh that's pretty cool like mm-hmm. yeah because it's like yeah. where like they're the pants are a bold piece right like uh-huh. like i think that's why cool works with like with 
with like jazz culture or yeah. black culture, right? right? Like there and, was, it was, it's like a separate thing that is, that is bold, that has its own personality. And of course you can be like, that. well, that's cool. You know? And even, even like, you know, the, the guy I was talking about, it's like, oh, I want to look like, you know, I just put these on without any thought or like, I didn't know what I, what I'm doing. It's like, I don't know. It's the same thing when I see, it's like, you know, Mr. Mort's Instagram feed. You see these like random guys on the street who are wearing like kind of thrown together outfits. And even yeah. though they probably didn't think it's like, oh, I'm going to do something avant-garde today. Like they still look cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, and again, you know, that's that's something we can we'll get into in a minute. Like the effort uh, <laughs> related to, 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 to coolness, I guess. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, um, I don't know if this is a hot take, but I feel like it's probably not. But the whole like effortlessness mm-hmm. is like starting to lose its meaning for me, at least when I hear it from other people, mm, because yeah. like, I mean, to get to like that point or, you know, even to like wh- wherever I am or Ethan is or Spencer is as far as like picking out what to wear has you, you need you need a lot of effort like in the end to get to that point. Right. It's like kind of cumulative effort um Mm -hmm. to like know okay this is what i'm wearing this week like and just kind of know already Um, yeah i i get what you're saying i mean we're gonna have a future episode on the perception of effort uh which is which will be a big one lots of previews (laughs) i mean (laughs) hey hey, we just we just we just the ideas keep coming but you know i i do think i know like like cool is not it it has the appearance of effortlessness, but I think it has effort baked in, whether it's in the execution or in like how it happens. Like I mean, like with jazz, like you can't just play random notes yeah. and make it jazz, right? Like there is theory that goes behind it, you know. Like yeah. there are certain, like <laughs> there's certain stuff that goes into it, like like the scales and stuff. Like you can't just play something in a different thing and just be like, okay, well it's jazz, you know. People will people can tell the difference. I mean, something um, or, that I've yeah. I've always thought like it's it's part big part of like the aspect of what is cool in my brain, and it's not necessarily re- related to clothing, but just like competency in general. Like I don't know yeah. the like the giving off the the vibe that you've been there before, that you know what you're doing, um, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I always think that that's I mean I don't know like you're you, I don't think you can be like incompetent and cool. <laughs> Well, so. I mean that—that's kind of a cool, cool. That's kind of an interesting yeah. idea because I think a lot of people, when when pieces are cool, mm-hmm. they or like like styles or, or outfits or whatever, mm-hmm. maybe people kind of get caught up in okay, well, that piece is cool, so if I wear it, it automatically be cool versus mm-hmm. how you wear it. Yeah, and because think, like the yeah. the the whole thing with like you know with with being competent, being an expert is even if you're not it's the it's the fact that you like worked hard to get where you are and now mm-hmm. you're at the point where you can kind of maybe not coast but you're just like it's it's a lot easier now yeah it's kind of yeah. like uh it's kind of like working out right yeah <laughs> where it's like you do the you do like weights that are heavy for you for like a couple of weeks and then mm-hmm. you know then they get easier yeah um, yeah so i'd say like my it's effortless yeah but like yeah i'd say my point is like i think um with, with, like with with coolness i in my mind there has to be you, you like you know there has to be some effort of course because you have to build up a point to get there yeah. but then once you're at that point it should be like it it should like i don't know at least appear effortless yeah. or be like easier i guess but but i feel like uh i'm i'm agreeing with you 
Uh-huh. But <laughs> I, I feel like the people we don't agree with um, kind of, or it seems like they want want to skip that part or mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. they don't want, they, they're, they're like in a hurry to get to the end product, which I think yeah. that makes it. Well, hey, like, like Chuck cool. says, right. Trying, yeah. Trying too hard is not cool. Right. Exactly. So I, so I know we're talking about like, like the kind of the sociological, you know, thing or like context for cool but what what do you guys think makes something cool in terms of menswear like what jumps out at you guys you're like that's cool is it usually like the piece itself or is it the person what it, what do you think it is i will like i said i think individual pieces can be cool and like i don't know do you think there's pretty... do you think there's a through line with what you think is cool like is there something that you latch on to oh i mean yeah the stuff i mean the stuff that i in particular think is cool i mean i know it's just i don't know it's just like old stuff i guess it's just like i always like the stuff that i put up post on my like instagram story it's always like you know oh look at how intricate like the stitching is or look at this cool texture or look at this like aspect about this thing that you you know never see today um and again that's just like my total like personal like oh th- these are the clothes that i find cool but i can also look at someone who has a very different style than me um, and just see in the way that he's executed and the pieces and everything and say, oh, this is also very cool. But it's not like, the I don't know, it's not the cool that I'm trying to be. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like there is always going to be like a differentiating factor. Like mm-hmm. there's not like it, it can be tough because obviously mainstream stuff isn't cool, but sometimes it is a metric, you know, mm-hmm. of how cool something can be. Um, and we'll get into how it, how it fits in with us, but it's kind of like, you know like big jeans i think are cool yeah. um mm-hmm. but maybe i can't tell if it's cool if unless there's more details on it so maybe there's something out there at least with us in particular where like if there is more discernible details like mm-hmm. age like you know construction or fabric or just, that's what makes it cooler yeah not to be like too much of a gatekeeper but sometimes the little like if you know you know details those are always the <laughs> Those are always things that like separate, <laughs> like oh, this guy just like goes man. on like yeah MFA or whatever, to the the real dressers. I mean, that sounds like we're kind of hinting at like the kind of cool as hipster idea, right? Like it's cool because yeah. because like you're the one who knows it, and it's. I know it's not always the case, but sometimes cool factor is dependent mm-hmm. on the type of people who like it. Yeah, you know, where it's all like I mean, I top, common projects can be cool right i mean they're they're a sleek sneaker but the fact that they are like co-opted by like finance guys are a little bit mm-hmm. i'm like ah i don't know about that one you know or or the fact that you know kind of like some like like high-waisted pants are cool but then when like the explore page was filled with like gurkha pants worn by like yeah. influencer wannabes i'm like well now it's like losing that factor these the and slim so denim gurkhas yeah, or even, I mean, even then, like the big, like when you're wearing, like, even like I've still seen like big high waisted fits, and I'm still like this outfit is not cool, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah, so like this is like the the hipster factor for it. Like there's something about cool things that should be subversive or edgy in some way. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's like maybe you know coolness because again tying it to like you know jazz culture or even or even black culture. There's like this idea like, like fighting against the man, you know. Like there's like a like an underdog factor to cool. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, but that makes it hard because then everything can be cool, right? Because everything, like, not everything is popular, especially yeah, we're, nowadays. Yeah. We're turning into syndrome over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when everything's are. cool, 
<laughs> nothing will be yeah um but what about you mt what like what stands out to you when you see a piece or whatever like what what in menswear do you think is cool and wh- why do you think that is uh for me it's it's become like certain details that you know that stand out um fabric or like texture also uh colors <laughs> we love colors things, here yeah things that kind of like uh, the whole podcast about it like, yeah you know like uh first impressions sort of thing um you know we keep saying we're, and i feel like we're always going to keep saying it but it's uh you know it when you see it whether or not um like you'll like a color or pattern mm-hmm. um but yeah it's hard to it's hard to narrow down the specifics for me yeah it's i i always hate to do this but it's, it's such a if you know you or not if you know you know it's a no you know it when you see it kind of thing yeah yeah it's like porn yeah exactly yeah. and i mean i see it all the time well i mean that could... that's what my closet's like <laughs> yeah so I guess for me, you know, obviously, like as someone who likes photography, like there's a lot about presentation that comes with it. Like, I think I'm with you guys where like individual pieces can be cool on their own. Like, again, like a belt mm. bag jacket, like an ivy sport coat with swelled edges is cool to me. Um, but I feel like, you know, the more I think about it, there there is this kind of small comparison in my head that I'm comparing it to what the conventional choice would be. Mm-hmm. Right. And so cool is free from convention it is emo and because of that it is emotional that is where it comes from there's if you want to talk about it, if you know you know i'm sure there's a small part there where it's like i'm not like other guys kind of a thing you yeah. know i mean like, yeah not- i know yeah well i, I know what you're talking about because it's like I've, there are so many guys on style form who are wearing like incredible individual pieces but like every the way that they style it is still so boring um or right there were always guys at like vintage events that we'd go to and, um, and you know, you would see people who have like a really incredible jacket or something. And then the rest of their fit is like, eh, like they clearly just like, I got to wear this jacket and didn't really think about every, well, anything else. And I'll take, I'll take it a step further actually. So something I always, um, thought about when we were doing vintage events was mm-hmm. i've always liked esquire man right like the foulard mm-hmm. tie striped shirts and everything and when you go to vintage events back in the day people didn't dress like the esquire man right people did a lot of more like swing or bold look stuff it's always like the hand-painted ties the swing mm-hmm. ties you know the bold colored sport shirts worn with like chocolate brown slacks like a like a camel you know three patch pocket jacket which is still which is still cool in their own right i still think those are are pretty interesting but I didn't think it was cool. And so I thought the cool thing was for me, again, I cool to me, not cool to other people because no one did it, <laughs> but like wearing against the blue stripes, spear point shirts, you know, brown suits with like a square motif tie. And that's not to say that no one ever did it. I'm sure more of like the, the, the European and the UK vintage crowd probably dress more what I call like trad mm-hmm. than like the American style. Um, but there was, again, that aspect of like, well, I think this is cool. So I'm going to be different. And so, when, you know, when we're looking through ties at like Benny's or at like Dapper or just even randomly, you know, obviously some other vintage people would be like, oh, yeah, look at this wolf tie. That's cool. But I'm like, whoa, check out these like fucking squares, baby. Look at this. Like, look at <laughs> look these at circles. The this is man. this is really cool. And so, you know, when you talk about style form, I think it's kind of the same thing, too, where like, you know, I don't 
I guess I've, I never had to be conventional. I, I'm, I'm trying to stray away from the word boring, but uh-huh. the cool factor was always like, I like this and it's even better because it's not what other people are doing. It's kind of additive in its, in its hipsterness rather yeah. than, rather than me picking it just because it's a hipster thing to do, which, you know, maybe in the future I'll, we'll realize I'm all liars. And I'm like, you know what? I was just to pick me the whole time. I'm worried. Uh, but it's yeah, kind of true. The more I think about like traditional hipster things, the more I'm, I'm worried that that is me. Um, well, I, I don't think so because I'm never like, oh, I liked it before. It's Actually, cool. I'm not a hipster. <laughs> no, I'm not a hipster, but we, we, I don't know. We we do we do have that joke. Yeah. And, like things, uh, you know, I don't know what the most recent one was, but the first one that comes to mind was like uh, when rugby's were starting to mm-hmm. like, like we started I'd... to see it more from like the people we follow and stuff like that um after we kind of got into yeah. it um which is funny because we did it because drake's did it i mean yeah. we kind of like i mean not nothing that we stole it from drake's but it definitely helped uh-huh. and there is this idea to i mean there is that balance right between who is into it at the time when, when we like yeah. it and who is into because, it after we're already into it because yeah that's how we got it we we found it you know from other people i mean i think we also wore it differently i mean you know if you look at i mean maybe spencer's a little bit more like how how like noah would do it you know like you were with like leap leap, like 501s versus like when i would do it i wore it like over an ocbd and tie kind of like more trad more drakes Mm -hmm. um it's a little sad because if anyone's wondering why i don't wear mine i outgrew it because i got too big from the gym and now Isabel has it so and she actually wears it she wore it to um to uh when we went to Universal Studios because I was she kind of did prep and she wore it with white socks uh uh pleated shorts and uh, like Mary Jane's and I'm like that's actually kind of sick because it's like seeing my girlfriend again all, although again Noah people have been already wearing it that way seeing my girlfriend who didn't do that before made it cool because it's it's again comparative to what was traditionally conventional outfits for her like there's mm-hmm. always this kind of comparison idea um with with cool at least for me you know and you know I mean I always liked Ivy and then and then like I always like 30s Ivy compared to 60s Ivy because it's less conventional I, I was tied more into it you know or or like when mm-hmm. I do a runaway collar you know I try and do it, you know, in a way that's a little, a little bit different, mm-hmm. uh, or or maybe I just say I try to do it that way. I naturally I'm into the different way because of just my own roots and my own personal style, you know. Like, yeah, it's it's kind of it's interesting to think about once other people start doing it. So maybe we'll talk there now because a lot of what we like today, and this is something JTR and, and of course the Discord has talked about, but like. The sad core aesthetic isn't that different when you when you really think about it from a lot of the other stuff that's been going on. Yeah, it's definitely we're we're also victims of the menswear merger. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because it, it, it's funny because it's like you know we're not immune to trends. I mean, the whole blog mm-hmm. is like me getting into a trend. Maybe before it's like big trendy, like being reported on like like the Wall Street Journal, um, the Wall as I call it. <laughs> um, but yeah. there is this idea of hey, I saw it on someone and I immediately feel attached to it and i think it's cool and i do it now you know so how do you guys feel that the things that we think are cool is now being shared by other people like i can think of like like white socks and loafers although that is something that has been done since the last hundred years you Mm -hmm. know we all i think we honestly did it a lot more back then and now it's it's almost commonplace you know um or you know wearing fatigue like wearing fatigues i remember when tiktok like 2020 
a guy was like, guys, get the P41s. There are these HPT pants. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on right now? <laughs> like, like, yeah. yeah that stuff you know? I didn't like. I didn't like that. But that was also because I knew it would drive up the prices. Um, so that's a good point. Yeah. Which is funny because yeah. you bought it like peak pandemic. I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, compared to me who I got it like a year before the pandemic happened. Um, yeah. But I also mean, like, that... you know, we're seeing like like big suits, right? Like the whole like before, right? I was like, Evan, can, like I, all of my casual attire stuff, that whole article in 2018, 2019 was like signed like Evan Kenori and like workwear stuff. And now, you know, you have the fucking game suits out there. You've got like 316, you know, and I'm not saying that these designs haven't done it before, but you're seeing a lot more of the slouchy oversized jackets, big pleated pants, you know, um, you got like a resurgence of DBs, you know, and we've mm-hmm. always liked DBs, and yet they're they're happening more now. Um, you remember when Drake's started to do the long point collar? I was in London when I saw it first come out. I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? Like these guys yeah. are wearing spear points now, you know? Um, so yeah, how do you guys feel now that like you know the stuff that we're kind of into is more mainstream? Other people now think it's cool. I think it's, um, I mean, like kind of how Spencer was saying, like as a as a joke but not really um it may does sometimes you end up like fighting other people for it um quote unquote um because yeah prices do go up stuff like that i mean that happens with every hobby um like we saw (coughs) pcs when when we yeah when we went into lockdown suddenly everybody well maybe not suddenly but everybody had a bunch of money that they wanted to spend so computer parts you know we're, we're like going crazy also the shortage anyways um i think it's cool because you get to see more people in the things that you think are cool oh that's um, nice <laughs> so huh. you know, it's also like you know uh like it, it, from like a wholesome point of view it's like spreading the culture right it's like absolutely I, it's I, kind I of like you know we've talked about this in maybe not i say we as in like while i was behind the scenes um, not on mic um but you know when when you talk about like seeing seeing things that you couldn't or you thought that you couldn't do before and Mm -hmm. then you see it done by somebody else and then it's kind of like oh i you know i could do that or i could see myself i mean hey wearing that sort of thing it's it's great to uh, be able to to steal, yeah. And if you if you you know see something if you, there's something you really like on Instagram, you could see if you if there are other people. I mean, it's like I do this if something I have like if I have like my Brown Speech Fest or whatever, then I would go and see how people are wearing it on Instagram just to get more ideas. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, for better or worse, it you know it generates like a sort of community. I mean, that's kind of like what like the this whole thing exists, right? Mm-hmm. the whole style of direction thing exists so um i don't hate like it becoming more popular or certain things becoming more uh quote-unquote mainstream even in our own niche uh interest yeah right you know yeah you know when i think about it, obviously like coolness doesn't exist like in a vacuum i mean if something is cool people will be able to get it especially if it's something that that has appeal again emotionally right um i i I also never got why people get really upset about other people getting into it you know because i do think the idea like the reason people get into it is deeper than you know catching on to a trend because not all cool Mm -hmm. things are trendy 
right? I mean, mm. some things can trend within certain circles, but like, you know, like within menswear, you know, everyone doing the Armani look is it's funny to watch and i think it's it, you know it's it's great again for more inspiration but it's also not exactly taking over the entire menswear space because you know you're you're not seeing it at spear and mckay you're not seeing it at suit supply you're definitely not seeing it at like h&m or j crew you mm. know there is an aspect and i think that like you know if if your idea of cool is inherently based on what other people think of it is uh, what other people think of that particular thing I feel like that's so shallow. Yeah. And mm. it's not really ti- like I feel like that's that's like that's not cool. I e- think again coolness is tied to like personal empowerment and confidence and there's like this this root in it, you know. I, Even yeah, if it's aesthetic. I, I agree. I was going to say earlier that to me um part of being cool is like being unconcerned with what other people think or whatever. That's like an right. that's like a big aspect of it. So once again, if you're if you're uh, constantly worrying about what other people are thinking, then that's not that's not very cool to me. Yeah, I mean, I mean that also. Yeah. Uh, sorry, no, um, it also kind of like going back to the whole um, putting effort into developing like the style instead of sk- trying to skip ahead to mm-hmm. like I I mean I think it's fine to like look at look at outfits or look at somebody else's stuff, be like that's cool. I want to wear that also. Um, but also you don't you don't want to you don't want to bite them off like and that's that is your style is biting people off Mm -hmm. i was about to say yes exactly it's it's a weird like it's a weird like drawing a line in the sand sort of a perspective but um i think it's like those like little nuances that matter i mean yeah no i i completely agree because you know when someone else wears something nine times out of 10, it is not affecting what you are wearing. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, like I remember, you know, crazy example, right. The whole like white polo shirt khakis thing for the whole alt, right. And Mm -hmm. I understand like, you don't want to be associated (laughs) with them, but also I feel like a menswear guy who just doesn't look like a alt, right. guy. Maybe some, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm sorry if you're white and you have, you know, blonde hair and it's (laughs) an undercut, you know, but you know, like if I'm doing it, I feel like literally by the virtue of my face, my ethnicity, uh, I can't be confused for the alt right. Uh, but the same thing, it. the same thing with that particular, like the Proud Boys, uh, like black and yellow Fred Perry polo shirts. Like, yeah, right. I, like our friend Mac, you know, has one of those because he's been into Fred Perry since he was like in high school, and it's like yeah. he didn't stop wearing it because because of that. And I don't think he, I don't know, he doesn't look like a Proud Boy. I think there's like context to it too, where yeah. it's like, yeah, you can. I don't know. Don't be. Don't I mean, don't let right wing crazies take every every everything good. Yeah, and again, like in general too, it's like you know, I I don't under I don't see how someone wearing something can affect my style. Like unless I'm really concerned with what other people think about it, right? Like if mm-hmm. like the whole if you know you know thing, and if it like you know if that if that's a defining factor of your style, and then you find out that people are getting into it, and you don't want people to think that you're just a trendsetter. Which I understand. I can get it where people might think like, oh, Ethan, you like spear points just because everyone wears them. I feel like maybe that would be a little bit of an insult because like, no, I'm an, I'm an individual person. I like to make mm-hmm. my own decisions. Mm-hmm. But who the fuck cares? <laughs> you yeah. know? Like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, again, like the, the presence that Bodhi is now doing short jackets that end at the waist because the, people are finally being fucking smart enough to make hmm. jackets that end at your waist. Like, I get it. Maybe someone else will think that like my 
my red Boy Scout jacket with a bunch of patches is Bodie inspired, <laughs> you know? And again, I don't wear it that often, even though mm-hmm. I bought it like three years ago um, before Bodie really took off. But it's like, you know, yeah, it might be like, oh, this guy doesn't know what I'm really about, but so does everyone else out there. Like no one else mm-hmm. is going to know that I'm trying to do like a 1950s look and not like a 2020s version of a cool LA guy who yeah. is like a, it's like a tech product manager, but buys Bodie because you know, he's tapped into the culture or whatever. It's like, you know? it's like when I try to tell people, it's like, Oh, I'm not just into Western wear. Cause it's trendy. You know, like all this stuff about, it's like, Oh, look at pictures of California back in the fifties. You see it all the time. I'm connecting to my, <laughs> my home state, whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah. No one cares. It's, <laughs> it's the, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, if, pe- if people think that I, it, it doesn't stop me from thinking what I think is cool. Honestly, yeah, right. like, I mean, at the end of the day, I feel like the fact that we are so dialed into like our thing, um, especially with the historical precedent of our own journeys, because we've been doing this for such a long time. I think thankfully that's enough and not saying that you have to have that behind you, but it does help to like to like display this kind of appreciation for clothing. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's also not to say that you can't get into it for trends either. I think it's perfectly fine to think something is cool. Like it's it's an even more interesting case study for someone to get into my style like you know high-waisted vintage stuff by seeing fucking like noah and then going mm-hmm. backwards to ralph lauren actually i think that that's that that story is really cool you know i think the, the presence of story in general is what makes something cool again tied yeah. to personal empowerment like i think spencer one of our first episodes right we talked about how we buy vintage because there's a story behind it whether mm-hmm. it is whether it is buying it from a you know from like a a film costumer or finding it or buying it from a curated vintage store. Each of those things is like a, a journey for you to share Yeah, for people mm-hmm. who are interested. And that's what makes it cool, you know, and even putting things together, I think is, is interesting. Like obviously Fred Castleberry is a very popular guy in menswear. So I would say, mm-hmm. if, you know, if we do something inspired by him, maybe it's a little bit less cool than say, you know, us doing it on our own. Like if we really played soccer or something and we, we wore <laughs> rugby shirts, um, I guess you don't really shirt shirts, <laughs> rugby shirts and play soccer. That's my bad. Um, but I think that also like following Fred Casper is, is cooler than say, Oh, I went to, I went to J crew at the mall and I bought this shirt cause it was 50% off, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's um, like, um, it, it's like always part, maybe part of the, the coolness is like looking for the like original, because obviously yes. when stuff when stuff gets like filtered down to like J Crew, Banana Republic, like mall brands, um, it's gone through like six or seven different like layers of like brands stealing from each other. Um, and I mean that's also the reason that's one of the reasons why I like like vintage is because most of the time when I see like a brand, it's like, oh, here's a take on an old military jacket or work jacket. I always think mm-hmm. the original like looks cooler than okay. like the new take on it. So that's why I've always drawn to like figuring out, okay, well, what's the what's the original version of this, yeah. and how can I, how can I get that? It's it's funny you mentioned that because you, so you know not sponsored by the way but uniqlo well i guess it doesn't matter because we're, we're kind of like dumping on it in the end but, yeah. uh, so uniqlo came out with they called it uh cotton utility trousers right mm-hmm. uh but they're og 107s in cotton ripstop um and like it does it like you know they like the rises changed to be like a little lower and stuff like that whatever um but then again i was i was telling my coworker that like he frequents rose bowl um we we were both like looking at it and just kind of saying to each other like we could just go to Rose Bowl and get it for the real yeah. one for twenty bucks exactly bucks. um 
you know you don't need to buy the 40 50 dollar like mall version of these mm-hmm. i mean there's you know the idea of the mall version too is like it's it's safe right like there is this idea that it is it's more homogenized it's well not i mean yeah homogenized but it's also like you there's not a lot of strife connected with mainstream stuff where i think going to the mainstream right like you like getting into og 107 like og 107s are cool but getting into them now is maybe not as crazy or as weird as it was compared to maybe a couple of years ago where not a lot of guys wore og 107s right or, or mm-hmm. wearing like like when i wore white socks loafers so many comments in mfa all the time would be like why are you doing that what are you wearing i'm like first off they're not gym socks they're just white socks like they're not like you know they're not hanes they're, yeah. they're uniqlo by the way you know or by the way. or you know or just like you know oh ethan your shorts are so high or everyone and then and then all of a sudden it gets it, it gets you know diluted down and what I think is cool, the other people find I think is cool. And I'm not trying to, like, I think it's always great when you're into something where there is a little bit of that, of that strife, you know, there it's, it's, it, it's more intentional because of it, right? Like you are making a conscious choice to, to like something or to see why you like something that may not be accepted by other people, mm-hmm. you know, um, again, think about like you know jazz people hated jazz they thought it was evil i mean some of the evidence thought that jazz was evil because it's like yeah. just like oh it's all random and shit you know um, <laughs> so random but, why don't you just it, play but, the right notes yeah yeah that's, no wonder why hymns are so like the plainest like block chords right like yeah. compared to like dude dude like fucking giant steps who's that coltrane i think yeah um but yeah but like i think the cool factor i guess with menswear is sometimes like there is there should be a little bit of this whole like people are going to think you suck or people are going to think you're weird for wearing this. I mean, maybe that's tying to the kind of the more hipster definition of the coolness. Um, but on the flip side, I think it is awesome when you have precedent for it in the mainstream sense, right? Where like, you can be like, well, Hey, like, like if, if I don't know, I'm, I'm picking on Scott lately. Um, <laughs> but like if Scott was like, Hey, those like, Hey, those white socks and, you know, and loafers suck. I don't have to be like, Hey, look at this guy from 1962. I could be mm-hmm. like, "Hey, look at this cooler dude from my Instagram Explore page," you know, that is more contemporary. And so maybe there's there's an aspect for kind of, you know, as things get more diluted, the dilution is kind of necessary so you have you can, it helps you evangelize, I guess, even though we we're not real real evangelizers. Um, um, but I think again, coolness has like this risk factor involved, and that's what makes it exciting, you know? Like like I think that my Western silver belly fedora is cool. I mean, Spencer has mm-hmm. one as well. And we, we definitely, we definitely got it when people who wore fedoras more often had them, but mm-hmm. people still didn't wear it as much. And now I guess it didn't really catch on because people don't wear fedoras. Like it, it, it's a, it's, yeah. a, it's a trend that really didn't take off, but you know, I think it's still kind of risky to wear it in terms of like social stuff going out. I mean, I as I said in the standing out episode, headwear, old timey headwear, in my opinion, is the hardest thing to wear because that I mean, that's the only thing that I've gotten like someone calling me a dipshit or whatever, like yeah. a total stranger <laughs> but saying the... I look like an asshole because I'm wearing a, a fedora. But, uh, but the thing is, right, when you and I watch old movies or whatever, we're like, Dude, fucking Jimmy Stewart looks cool as hell wearing yeah, his fedora. Yeah, every time I see it, it looks <laughs> yeah. so. Anytime I see someone else wearing it, I'm like, this looks so cool. Yeah, um, see, there's like, there's that, there's that aspect of it. Maybe that's why yeah. it's so personal. Because I mean, like, I, the, like yeah, I've, t- I've talked about like one of the ways that I like kind of get over like self consciousness with outfits is like I try to imagine like I take myself like because you know you're you're your own harshest critic, you know. So I take myself out of the equation Holy and think it's like, okay, well, what if I saw like like 
some like Ethan Newton or someone wearing this outfit. If I saw someone that I think is really stylish on Instagram wearing this, what would I think of it? And if I think it's like I think it's sick as hell, then I like I continue wearing it. Like I I just stop thinking about like oh what if I'm gonna look, I look dumbass. I look dumbass. <laughs> I look dumbass. <laughs> but I yeah I just realized like actually no that I do think this is cool. Yeah, that that kind of reminds me of a. Uh like a semi-related note or takeaway. I was watching a frugal aesthetic. Uh, hey, shout out Christian. Early today, shout out to Christian. Um, but uh, he was talking about like slowly developing your style instead of like putting all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. Um, but uh, what, what Spencer was saying reminded me of when he was like, uh, I just brought it up. So um <laughs> It's, he said being stuck with mid is worse than taking an occasional L uh, trying <laughs> to experiment, um, which is true, you know, 100%. Um, yeah. You know, because it's like, like, again, that, you know, that one weirdo that, like, c- called Spencer whatever. Yeah. It's like, well, you know what? At least Spencer wasn't mid that day. <laughs> you know? I mean, I think that that's, like, the biggest thing. Like, I, I, you know, I, I have a... Um couple of points here i mean number one like also mj when we were talking right like it's cooler in smash bros to like you know to try and do something crazy to take out someone as opposed to like just using a, a normal like get them to a high percentage and then sm- and then a fucking do a do a side smash and take them out like no you want to like you, you gotta like spike them you gotta do something cool when you're playing the game man yeah. you know um but there's, a, there's an idea here where um cool doesn't have to be the only metric for dressing but it can be and I mm-hmm. think it, it's fun to kind of go in that way because maybe we have to talk about how mid is bad. Maybe mid's the true <laughs> evil, dude. Like yeah. I'd rather I'd rather you look shitty or great, but I don't look mid, you know? Um but I think again, people I think the reason why this whole idea of cool is, you know, obviously still talked about, you know, again with in regards to the mainstream stuff, in regards to the hipster stuff, and in regards to personal style. But um I think everyone kind of wants to be cool. And yeah. people get offended when they are not considered cool. And mm-hmm. I think it's because you know, obviously they, they focus on maybe all three of those buckets simultaneously versus kind of like, well, I think it's cool. So I'm going to wear it regardless of other, if other people think it's cool. But mm-hmm. I also, it also helps to know that some people might think it's cool, even though if it's not what everyone else is wearing. Yeah. Um, like, I don't think it's bad that, or I should say, I don't care if my outfit is cool because I think I look cool. Like yeah. me wearing a bow tie with a double breasted cool, cool suit. Cool to walking... other people. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cool to other people. I mean, because it's like, I mean, I don't, I, I will say that I don't think I dress for anyone else. Despite the fact that, you know, oh, we, we have our own discord. They'll suck us off, you know, when we post the outfit <laughs> of the day or, or, or whatever. And believe me, we're, we're in suck city, dude. We're in suck heaven. <laughs> check, check your leaves. Yeah. I'm so glad I have that monogrammed on one of my suits, um, <laughs> along with Banangas. <laughs> um, <laughs> I want that one good. Yeah, but you know, there's an idea of. Um... Yeah, I totally forgot what I was gonna <laughs> say. God damn it! Uh, um, other people think, but yeah, other cool. people, yeah, 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 yeah. And so it's like you know, me wearing a bow tie and a double-breasted suit is like, I know I'm gonna look fucking weird at trivia wearing this. I don't, I don't, I don't care. Um, I also don't care that maybe like Spencer's gonna be like, "Oh, you look sick, dude." The thing is, is I think I look awesome, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. do it. And you know what? I know that Spencer's gonna like it too. 
And I know some of the people might not, but I'm going to do it anyway. I think that's what's cool. I'm the real, I'm the, the you know, thing. hey, why don't girls like nerds? I mean, we're the real cool ones, <laughs> you know? You're um, telling me that girls don't like gamers? <laughs> gamers. Um, yeah, yeah, I want Rise a little up. Discord kitten. Um, oh no. No, you don't. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I also think that everything has like the potential to be cool when you have that kind of expanded mindset. Yeah. You know, we're like, yeah, like a bow tie itself. Again, I can think a bow tie is cool and I can think a bow tie, but it's great. It can also be bad, but it can still be cool. I mean, that's where rule of cool kind of comes in there. Like, yeah. I think that a lot of what we like are still basics, right? Like navy blue suits, gray suits, whatever. But you can wear them in a cool way. Um, but we also wouldn't wear like a navy blue suit with like a. I, I was gonna say like, like like a white shirt and like a food like you know whatever type. I'm like kind of like it's kind of the corporate look. And I kind of think that's kind of cool too. But I think that there's yeah. there's more details involved to make it yeah. cool at the very least to us. Like again for anyone else listening there i feel like you like you gotta think your outfit's cool like you gotta like really think about it and be introspective be like do i like this outfit do, mm-hmm. is it cool and again I, maybe you don't have to be cool in every outfit i think that might that might actually be a very ang- anxious thing uh, anxiety inducing thing to do to be like oh no is every outfit cool but like you should at least like it and find some way yeah. to connect with it right no if you do if you don't mm-hmm. think if you don't think that you at least like look good like out of, people are going to be able to tell um yeah. And I don't know. I think, like, in order to be cool, you have to you have to look comfortable in your own skin. And if you're if you're really scared about how you don't look good, um, not even necessarily don't look cool. If that's not what you're going for, right. um, if you have a weird definition of cool, maybe. But um, as long as you think you look good, I think then that's that's gonna be that's gonna be a plus. Yeah, yeah. and I you know, and I think it's like you know, don't be scared of like the journey right like things can be cool over time like you know mm-hmm. like obviously if people start out with basics like you know even if you ask us today we would probably say get an ocbd get a, get a pair of jeans right those are kind of boring yeah. but like you can wear them in a cool way you know or maybe it'll be cool to you in the moment because it's not something you've worn before it's and then new, later yeah. on you know if it gets less cool you'll still have those things and wear them in a more interesting way like especially yeah. wear his wear his jeans with dbs and i'll wear my ocbds with like sandals or something you know i mean yes um, that's what i've been doing with everything i bought like high school which i wish we had talked more about i wish i had been doing this when we recorded the archiving episode but i don't think a lot of my outfits from high school are necessarily like cool in the same way that i would define it now originally thought, yeah but um i can still think a lot of the individual pieces that i bought i'm like oh this is sick i can like find this new con- this new way to to wear it this new context it's like you're rediscovering yeah. your old clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, I feel like, again, you, I think that whenever, and anytime anyone buys something that's got gut feeling, you know, obviously, if you have, if you don't have space for it, maybe be, be wary. But like, I think you can connect with purchases and there's something there to kind of revisit that make, that still make it work uh, mm-hmm. unless you've grown out of it. Um, something I, I did want to ask you guys, I know we're wrapping up a little bit, but like, um, have you guys noticed that, you know, as our aesthetic has, been a little bit more or we've been more cognizant of how cool to other people our aesthetic is now maybe not us specifically but like the things that we like mm-hmm. has that affected how you dress now 
can you repeat the question one more time? We've, I, mean, I, well, I had a hard well, time I, following that one. Sorry, I just mean like you know, like again, like a lot of stuff that we like, you know, fatigues. You know, I guess rugby shirts for a little while. Um, but like a lot of stuff that we like is now more popular uh, and cool to a, a, a wider variety of people. With that knowledge, how does that affect how you wear those things that you that you own? I mean, like I, I said, go ahead. Oh, okay, y'all, I could. I'll start, I guess. But like I said, like I'll go on Instagram sometimes for like individual pieces. Like if I know that I'm going to be wearing, I don't know, this is a basic example. I probably wouldn't do this for a jungle jacket, but say I'm wearing a jungle jacket and I'm like, I wonder how to wear this. Um, I could, I could just search jungle jacket and just at least get an idea of like color cor- com- combinations, like, you know, proportions, like to, to play with stuff like that. Um, but that's I don't know. I always try to do. Do that you wear more. it differently now, though? Like as more think, people wear jungle jackets, I don't think so, I don't think so because I I don't know. I think like maybe I'm being self absorbed here and being like, oh, this is all me, baby. But I think is my <laughs> I one, think my man. I think my style has developed and I wear things maybe slightly differently than I you know did like three or four years ago. But I think it's it's not as influenced by like mainstream stuff because I also I mean a big uh like a big source of inspiration for me is also old photos and old movies and stuff so yeah um, keeps it fresh in that way quotation marks yeah if anything like i'm more inspired by the stuff from you know 50 60 years ago um yeah than than stuff on like i mean it's kind of interesting right because like priceland stopped wearing jungle jackets for a little while like they don't you don't really see them i don't know if like they, they're playing and making their own or maybe they've gotten more into wearing stuff that they designed more now Other compared stuff. to like before mm-hmm. but like yeah, it's kind of like okay, so like, where do you find the those inspiration for those kind of things? I mean, jungle jackets were popular, like a lot. I mean, Ascot Chang made one, yeah. right? And then, and then, uh, um, what's the Australian brand? Um, Informale made some. A lot of like Asian brands made some, and then now, it's not as apparent anymore. You know, I mean, I guess now like the work pants and like the Western jackets and Western shirts are kind of having their moment, but Western wear is kind of falling out as well. You know, and mm-hmm. I, f- I feel like, you know, obviously none of us stopped wearing them. Right. You know, we still we still wear them. I do think that in my head a little bit is um, maybe I wear these kind of cool mainstream things before the height. And so when the height happens, I'm naturally kind of not burnt out, but I'm like doing something else at, the, at that time. So it, it just kind of works out you're that just, way. You're just a cycle or two ahead. Yeah, exactly. Ahead. Yeah, streets ahead, and if you don't get it, you're streets behind. But like, I mean, it's true. I think you know, Spencer and I wore our jungle jackets like every day, like when we first had them, and then now we kind of take them out yeah. um, occasionally when our outfit kind of require, or like when our when we're inspired to. But it's not as much as it was before because not not because other people wore them a lot, but it's because we wore them a lot. You know. I mean, yeah. I I also still think the jungle jacket is cool, but then you know, this is another quick point because of its like practicality or whatever yeah like you could also say it's like oh this is so That's cool me. i can fit everything in my pockets or whatever i can walk around and like you know cover this event and not have to bring a bag yeah um, nothing, so, your, nothing, nothing goes in your pants pockets anymore yeah exactly so that's like that's another aspect uh, of coolness that's not even as much related to aesthetics i guess there's more yeah i mean i think i mean a lot of us are like that right like there's it's things to us are always cool for a myriad of reasons, not mm-hmm. simply because of, Oh, it's trending. Like it's, it's a popular piece. Right. You know, I feel like anything I bought because they were popular have like lost 
like they've lost that. Like I still have my kill shots from like eight years ago and I definitely bought them not for practicality reasons, but because it was like the meme shoe to have. And I do not wear them. I have them in case I wear them. Like, I mean, maybe now with flares, I could wear them, you know, like it'll be more interesting again instead of just like with the slim uh, salvage jeans, like an untucked OCBD, like I wore them in college, but it's like, you know, it's maybe, maybe it's a good thing I've archived it, but I kind of wear my like Vans a little bit more because Vans are Vans have always been cool. People have been wearing Vans for like 50 years yeah. or whatever, but also they remind me of deck shoes. I wear them with military stuff and they seem kind of preppy to me. Um, I feel like that's what makes it cool to me. And that's why I still mm-hmm. wear them um, more so than like the, the ones that were literally bought because they were, they were trending. Um, mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I mean, in, at the end of the day, I think, you know, obviously everyone wants to be cool some people I think want to be cool without the merit. They want it to be an easy way as possible. You know, they want the kudos. They want all the fun stuff. Um, but I mean, and there's nothing wrong with that. I feel like, I think we all want to look cool. I mean, yeah. You know, there's nothing wrong th- with looking cool. You can, yeah. And there's also nothing look cool. Yeah. And, but there's also, it's also not bad if something's not cool. Like, I think it's fine. Like, you know, if people get upset that we don't think their untucked short collar OCBDs aren't cool, like that's not a big deal. Like if you really like them, that's fine. Like yeah. I think what we've been trying to teach, you know, if we are trying to teach like throughout the whole, not just this podcast, yeah, but the blog fashion. is like to like, to really dive deep into why you like something. Cause then that's like the ultimate defense, right? Mm-hmm. Like to be like, I like this thing and it's cool because I'm personally attached to it. I like this. I can explain the aesthetics to the best of your ability. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, and maybe again, we have Abid brain where we have so many contacts. So it's like, we can't, for some things, right. That are not cool. We can't imagine being into them when you have the other options, right? <laughs> like, right. like I can't imagine wanting it like a, you know, a two button. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> a two button J crew Ludlow suit. When there are other options out there that I think are cooler, not right. because it's trendy, but because it's literally like, it just looks better. I think, yeah. you know, and I mm-hmm. feel like, Ha- no, having that can be interesting because I mean I feel like there are two button like fifties jackets I think could be cool I mean I still wouldn't wear them but I feel like that's even better than a ju- like than a Ludlow because I mean there are, there are know, like yeah. uh, two button jackets from the their thirties that look great I really like uh, two button thirties jackets actually but um not not as many yeah. of them no um, yeah I mean hey remember when B and Taylor had the two button jacket and oh, I like nice. and it looked like a 30s one because of the proportions I mean there's I mean there's a lot of that stuff that's tied into it and I think yeah being introspective to find that like empowerment personal factor in uh in what you think is cool is so important to to prevent it from being shallow to to make it something that can you can connect with because I feel like honestly looking back a lot of the things that we think are cool are still cool to us Mm-hmm. Once we've like kind of de- 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 you know determined our style, like we still wear like our our spear points. Like you still you find a way you've run away uh, found a way to wear them even outside of like you know wearing it with like a '30s shirt and suit. Like you wear that with like an open '70s jacket or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Or I still wear my. I mean, I still wear all of my foulards that I've gotten like since like my first ever visit to Benny or whatever, you know. Or I have like my thrifted pants and polo ralph lauren that i still wear a lot and i still wear gurkha shorts even if those have been super popular and have fallen out of favor as well um so yeah if you're you know i don't think we help define what's cool but you gotta define it yourself yeah figure it out 
Yeah, and it helps you, you know, to know the definition of it. I, I have one more query to pose. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you think there's anything to, I mean, this is more a discussion of authenticity, but is there anything to uh, how you like get into something or how you discover it? Because I remember there was this Twitter oh, yeah. thread um, a couple weeks ago uh, that was like, you know, oh, you you, it, you know, you, you say that you listen to a bunch of cool music, but you, you know, you just know all of it from like movie soundtracks or something. Um, and I'm wondering, like, maybe it's less applicable to clothes because I can't think of too many uncool places you can learn about like cool menswear. <laughs> but um, yeah, do you think there is a difference of like, say, oh, I'm into this. I'm into Western wear because I learned about it on style forum versus I'm into Western wear because like I live in Texas and my, uh, like my, you know, fucking grandpa owned a men's shop where they sold like old Levi's and stuff. So this is, this is where I kind of, um, have an issue with that. Cause I mean, this sounds kind of like the hipster aspect of cool. Uh Right. Um, the first thing there is, and I don't mean to use race or whatever as like a as like a thing, but like it's kind of hard to have that history with a lot of Western culture if you didn't grow up with it. Yeah. So like I feel like I mean again like I, we talked about in the Asian American episode like I I did I had I got it from the internet like I literally how else would I would have known like my grandparents yeah. did not dress up they didn't have like custom suits and they didn't have to dress up because they worked in the medical field so there wasn't any of that stuff in there. I still think you know seeing pictures of my dad wearing like the one Armani tie he had that he wore with everything is still kind of cool to me. Yeah. And that's kind of a cool story. But in that idea, I mean, I like movies. I still get a lot of like my music stuff, non-film score. I mean, <laughs> stuff is all for movies, yeah. but, uh, but like, you it's know, like film. if I see a scene where like, you know, Oh, this, this song is great. I want to go down this rabbit hole. I mean, I feel like that's still cool. I, uh, but I never had an issue with not being uh, with with be, not being cool because I'm a nerd and I'm a weirdo. I brought Legos to school, so I feel like <laughs> I if I'm cool now, it's like man, like it's 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 a step up uh, from whoever I was before, you know. So I'm I'm always okay with it. I don't have any kind of none of my social currency is based on how cool I am. In fact, I think mm-hmm. my social currency, if I have any, is based on how uncool I was and how apparently how people think now some of the things that were uncool are now cool um <laughs> like i i have no issue with that i mean I'm, I'm on the side of like if any if you just heard about it and you're into it i think it's great but i definitely think that it it should be an inquisitive and an introspective way of doing it like mm-hmm. like remember when i got into 70s like rock and early 80s rock like steely dan because of uh, Catalina Breeze, the documentary oh, on yeah. the, yeah. the on the the Blue Jean Committee, and then that kind of led to like my current taste in like indie garage, you know, rock, surf rock, like modern stuff, um, post punk stuff, and it's yeah. I mean, I understand that that's not like the coolest way to get into it. Like, I there was no like garage shows here. I mean, in like East LA, which I'm sure that, I mean there there are. There's a big history of it, but like I didn't grow up with that. I went to a fucking Christian school where the bands would play fucking Chris Tomlin and you know Hillsong songs. And Hillsong but songs. I still think that I like my music taste. And I think my music taste is cool, mm-hmm, and yeah. uh, my, for me, my music is always pure enjoyment, just like menswear. So I'm okay with the exact process not being that cool because i think yeah. it's cool so yeah. what about you mj uh well like the i guess you know my short piece on it as a broad statement for all sort of hobbies yeah is like if you really like it no matter what the timeline of you getting into it is it's like hey just like you know it's like props because like you don't have to be there day one you know like 
if when it felt like everybody was in the trenches for like content or like yeah i was i was into this series or this video game or blah 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 when like there was no content on on the internet or like i only know two people that knew about this stuff and now you know everybody knows about it it's like you know what we could you know we could all be a part of it it's not yeah it's not that serious um i guess it's it's also like a little bit you know and anti-gatekeepery in a way too which is like you know like it's okay for people to get interested into things like you know as as like a a new person Mm -hmm. you know and maybe uh, maybe that's the thing right like i think that a lot of people assume that when things are cool it's inherently gatekeeping but i feel like if you are inquisitive again like i keep saying you will find out more and people i think a lot of people like are into sharing what they like you know i mean it's the basics of like wearing merch where the right way to do it is if someone says hey where's that where's that thing from that's cool like oh i went to this concert they're cool band you should check it out or hey ethan that 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 collar of yours is really different like what is it oh spear point you know it's like 30s style you you know i think it's cool i feel like that i feel like that that's great and yeah again like my the social currency and the reason i wear that that spear point doesn't decrease when other people wear it like it's still not it's not affecting that aspect of it yeah um do it because you, you like it, because you think it's cool. Uh, embrace the culture, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and again, even if and it's it's okay if you're not cool, as long as you think you're cool. Like, define it between yourself, define it between you and your friends, the people that, the rooms that matter. You know, you don't have to be in the room. You don't have to wear, you know, like, don't get mad. Like, don't wear a fucking Dodgers hat to... I don't know the Mets game. I don't know. I don't know what the <laughs> big rivals the Dodgers are, are playing. Yeah, Giants, but I'm saying like like but like you, know, you have you have control on this stuff, right? Yeah. Like you have the cool the cool coolness factor is is you are in control of the journey. You sh- you should know what you're getting into. Um, you should kind of have an open mind and kind of think inquisitively and and to um introspectively on it. And you know, I think the true metric is where it leads you, right? I think it's. It would be sad if you only got your taste in music from movies. But typically what happens is you, you know, you'll put on Spotify radio or you'll look it up at the band or, you know, maybe a friend who listens to it will give you another idea. Like it should lead you on this journey to find other things that are cool. Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. it's all it, it all should end up being personal and, you know, jump in whenever you can. The water's you, fine. The water, the Kool-Aid is fine. Um, okay. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed <laughs> this discussion, and I hope you enjoy on, your Kool Aid, cool. which we sent you. Please drink it. <laughs> Don't get diabetes. Yeah. There you go. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this. You know, p- feel free to leave a comment somewhere. You know, <laughs> I mean, somewhere DM. <laughs> so, so, you know, comment on Instagram what your thoughts are on Cool. Uh, maybe we'll discuss it on stream when 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 we stream on our our weekly Twitch uh, time slots. Uh, follow us on instagram to find out when those happen because sometimes those change um and again this is the last episode of the first period of the th- second period so we'll be back in uh, a month um and uh with with more content to rent out the, re- the end of the year so yeah, we love hey, content you, you can still you want to keep up with us during that time where, where can you find us spencer you can find us at uh not discord well you can find us on discord but the way to get in there you have to go to patreon.com slash style and direction um, That's which, of right. course, five dollars a month gets you access to the aforementioned Discord, uh, and ten, we also say your name. 
Oh, plus That's a right. bonus episode every month, which we talk about movie style. <laughs> yes. The other awesome. podcast. Yeah. So uh, who are we thanking, MJ? Uh, we're thanking our sad cast fanatics, Austin Malott, Shane Curry, Philip Gregard, Jarek Colian, and Henrik Wilberg. We appreciate we love you guys. You. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, so much. Uh, I'm at Ethan M. Wong. I'm at Spencer DSO. And I am at Aya MJ. And we'll see you uh, after the break. We got lots of cool stuff. We're talking about effort. We're talking, we have like another interview coming out. You know, it's going to be a great time for the end up uh, to round out 2022. So yeah. keep your eyes on that feed, baby. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. I'm just living in the sunshine. Thank you.